There is probably no more terrible instant of enlightenment than the one in which you discover your father is a man with human flesh. From Collected Sayings of Muad'Dib by the Princess Irulan. Everybody, welcome back to I've Read Dune with Rory Voy. There's Rory Voy. That's right. It's the show with hot questions and even hotter wings. <laughs> I'm Rory Voy. And he's Red Dune. And as always, we are the story boys. Join Rory. Uh, I'm Austin. <laughs> I'm Andy. And I am Shane. And Shane, you're still here. We're so happy to have you. That's so fun. We left the door open and we thought maybe you'd walk out of it. But I tried, uh, I tried, but I, you know, that but you'd seen the Chris knife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the Chris knife, the that like dune smell came into my nose and I floated hot, back through the door. Hot dune smell. The hot dune smell. Oh, is that spice? Is that the spice melange? <laughs> I almost took around. <laughs> Stick around for dinner. Mm. And, then, and then, and then Shane floated back through the window like Pepe Le Pew. Right, right. The worst Looney Tune. <laughs> that's incorrect but we'll get the second worst does that mean i want to sex dune yeah you do want to sex the dudes do do you not yeah i think everybody tries to fucking do it at least once frank know, herbert a little, has a, little a dry so i know you haven't read it shane so that's why i'll just say that frank herbert has a disclaimer at the beginning of the book dune that says we assume if you're going to read this that you are on this journey with me you want to fuck the dunes <laughs> Because like me, Frank Herbert, you've always looked at dunes and thought they looked a lot like human breasts. You thought I could I could make this work. <laughs> There's hand-drawn pictograms in the back. <laughs> sort of de- detailing how one might do. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. right. It's like a, it's uh-huh. like a step-by-step instruction. <laughs> they can look like boobs and butts, Andy. They can look it's like true. You've, you've, you've got to build the piles you like, and then you've got to dig the holes you like, and then, then it's all good to go, baby. <laughs> Dun- dunes contain multitudes. Are people just a combination of the piles you like and the holes you like? God, remember when we tried to do the Dune podcast again and then we we just sort of, you know, pulled the plug immediately? (laughs) Way too, way too blue, way too quickly, yeah. Oh, Oh, well. Well, if we were to continue doing this podcast, what would that look like, Rory? (laughs) <laughs> All right, we open on Leto uh, having breakfast with his boy Paul, and he is t- he's telling his son about his plans to spy on his mother. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wait a minute, he's telling Paul. He's telling well, Paul. Son, you're a man now. <laughs> and I think I've your got, mom's betrayed. I've us. got a horny old man watching your mother at all times. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. No, Leto tells him to play along with Howitt's idea. So uh, he okay. tells. He tells Paul the real the real deal, which is that uh, he doesn't think it's Jessica, but he's going to go along with 
with pretending. With Hawat's nasty old plan. Yeah, he's gonna try to do he's gonna try to do mischief back at the Harkonnens. He's gonna try to fire a mischief cannon straight back up <laughs> in his face. <laughs> if I do mischief too, then maybe I will win. Mm. I've thought that many a time. One day it'll work. It's like rock, paper, scissors, right? <laughs> yeah. Mischief beats rock, planning. paper, mischief. Yeah. <laughs> mischief beats rock. <laughs> mischief beats paper. <laughs> Damn, mischief is really good. <laughs> so I should just play mischief every time, right? Now you get it. Now, you, now you're reading Dune. <laughs> oh, we didn't say this is chapter 14. Yeah, we're doing 14 and 15 today. This is 14 of 14 and 15, correct? Fantastic. Of the New York 14s and 15s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the, so chapter 14 is the pancake plan. I don't know they're having pancakes, <laughs> but, you know. I forgot that you were naming them. That's so, naming it's so beautiful. Them. That's so beautiful, and I love it. Imagine that's a big pile of flapjacks in front of them as they scheme. Mm, so, I think your mom betrayed us. <laughs> and I got Thufir watching her in the bedroom. <laughs> Mischief you need any more of my pancakes? <laughs> oh, you need any more mischief syrup, son? No, so mm-hmm. so no, you can't call it mischief syrup. <laughs> Paul, Paul, I think uh, pretty reasonably has some questions. So, yeah. so he's like, "Why are you telling me this?" And Leto's like, "Well, you know, I'm doing the plan, and if nobody knows, is it really a plan?" Mm. <laughs> uh, which I, you know, has some logic to it. Uh, Paul's like, well, what if I give it away now because I'm a, a small boy and not, a, you know, not a decrepit old spy master? Mm-hmm. I'm just actor Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I'm just actor Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I have famously loose tongue. <laughs> uh, Leto says, you know, and, and this part's kind of cool because he's like, well, you know, after after the attack, uh, all the Harkonnens are going to be watching what me and my sort of inner circle are up to. And at the moment, after after assassination attempts notwithstanding, people aren't going to be, like, watching your every move. Hmm. So he can know this without that, you know, without... If Paul accidentally, you know, uh, gives something away with his eyes the way he's wants to do, then uh, that shouldn't be a problem. Like actor Tom Holland, who gives like, away uh, all kinds the, of At the end of movies. And then Paul's like, well, okay, so I get that I'm not the, you know, I'm not going to be... Uh, you know, watch like a hawk right now because the spy master is busy peeping on my mom. But why are you telling me this? <laughs> and, and Leto goes into like, well, you know, if uh, if anything happens to me, somebody's got to know your mom is uh, not the real traitor because right now that's what everybody believes. Dang. So he's the sort of confidant to that secret. I, yeah, I mean, it makes I, a certain respect, amount of sense. I respect the Duke for that. Yeah, and I mean, we we sort of established earlier that like they're pretty sure. That it's hard. Like, there's there's no way to trust anyone else implicitly right now. Not really. Yeah. And so like sticking to the family and sort of being like, I need someone else to know what I'm up to if I die randomly. And I guess it has to be my son. And that's the whole chapter. Oh, OK. Yeah, no, I'm seeing I'm seeing on my list that it was a three page chapter. So, but 15's a 15's a thick boy. Oh. How many pancakes did Paul get through in that chapter? <laughs> I mean, yeah, what was this pancake like per a page? short stack? <laughs> it was a PPP. This is an upsetting <laughs> amount of pancakes. <laughs> I mean, to, you know, you got to grow up big and strong to be to be Muad'Dib, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eat your pancakes, Muad'Dib. <laughs> I'm gonna be Muad'Dib pancakes right into my mouth. If you know what I'm saying? Did that work? I liked it. 
When I'm Muadib, I'm out of here. I'm not going to eat pancakes for breakfast, lunch, <laughs> dinner. <laughs> All right. So we're getting into we're getting into a, a big, thick, meaty chapter. Although it, it's mm. actually, what what do we have it clocked at? It's only 19 pages, but this this will be the most kind of plot heavy chapter I think we've had. Um, okay. Given that the the assault on the castle was sort of broken up. Right. As we jumped between jumped between Paul and Jessica. This one is sort of just in one sort of one uh set oh, it's not one set piece, but you know what I mean, one sequence. Well, and tw- you know, 50% of that sequence involved a woman sitting down in a nice garden and reading a letter. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so it wasn't exactly high octane. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want if you're ready for high octane, get ready for Leto meeting the ecologist Dr. Kynes. Oh boy! Mm. Wait, is this the judge? This is the this judge, is the of, judge change. of change. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Kynes arrives to some sort of you know royal entry hall, and Gurney teaches him certain ways to address a king. It's it's sort of silly. Uh, all the ways you're allowed to talk to Leto, and all the ways you're not. I don't really mm. know why it's part of this book. To be honest, it feels like it's should be in Downton Abbey. <laughs> and although this is kind of Downton Abbey in the desert and in the future, I don't know. It just felt it felt odd. I don't know. It right. was kind of boring because it was longer than it ought to be. Kynes thinks the Duke's people are in for a nasty surprise when they realize who is really in charge of Arrakis. I guess that's the point. We're juxtaposing Leto's being all, hey, this is how you talk to a, a boss who's a royal and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then... You know, really, they've just got a castle in the sand, and the Fremen have the whole rest of the planet. A sand sure. castle, if you will. Uh, if you will. Uh, okay, so they they want Dr. Kynes to basically take them out to one of these factories to inspect it, and to to uh, meet the workers and all that, you know, walk amongst your people. And uh, that's the plan. So uh, we are introduced to the first uh, of fun plot twists. Leto flies helicopters. What? Okay. So, so they're like, we're gonna go fly out to uh, to meet the to meet the workers, and I'm doing it. And is it we'll like a space my... helicopter? It is. It's an ornithopter. We can't just oh, call it okay. helicopter. <sighs> okay. Oh, it's. I mean, that's like some Magic the Gathering shit. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody piles into the ornithopter, and now Kynes uh, looks at Paul and Leto, uh, who have. Uh, well, particularly Leto, uh, perhaps only, uh, put on his still suit like a fucking knob, and Kynes needs to fix everything for him. Like he's got his his dick is in the wrong like <laughs> his, his dick's in the tube. wrong spot. Yeah, it's like his dick is in the water tube, and the water tubes in the. You and know. Leto is is at first <laughs> perturbed. You know that, that anybody happens. would tell me where my dick should go. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in the water tube on purpose. I like the blast. <laughs> <laughs> and kind <laughs> kinds explains that like dude if if we go out into arrakis and you're still sitting down like this somebody's gonna cut my head off and so leto's like that's probably true i would i would order that so yeah fix my dick and get everything where it's got to go. Well, and I'm only saying this because I have some prior knowledge of a Fremen still suit, but can you please sort of explain fully to the audience 
And uh, why is that? I, I and why you is were that? Say prior knowledge of fixing dicks, but like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because because it, it's like a camelback that you can piss in, right? <laughs> it's like a camelback you piss in. It's like a wetsuit is, is a camelback, I guess. Right. right? right. Okay. Uh, it's got a, it's got all these little flaps and and poles. Same. You're, sp- <laughs> you're supposed to wear <laughs> you're supposed to wear gloves and and uh, Leto wasn't even wearing his gloves. So what an idiot! That was that was pretty embarrassing. Just because just you can fly helicopters doesn't mean you know things. <laughs> <laughs> As a helicopter pilot. Also, I love I love what a rich Duke hobby it is to just fly helicopters. Yeah, he's like, the what Jay do do Leno of yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Duke Len- Leto Leno. Ooh. Yeah. You heard this? Have you have you seen this? <laughs> I've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole time, Kynes and Paul are having a bit of a tête-à-tête as uh, Paul meets certain criteria of of who the Fremen are calling Mahdi. Mahdi. This is a you know some sort of prophetic character. They know that there's supposedly somebody who's going to show up, and they'll be born of Benny Gesserit. And uh, so and so, Kynes is just like slowly probing him with different little prophecy questions, little co- little quizzes. <laughs> and Paul keeps acing it, and Kynes keeps having that anime shocked voice or face when. <laughs> 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 and then as as uh Kynes has now finished Leto getting Leto suited up to not die in his still suit, he gets to Paul and who is, you know, laced everything up perfectly because the boy can do no wrong. Okay. Right. And Paul's he's... going out as well, just sort of for 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 the shit sh- of it. Correct. Because he's been trapped in the castle, right? Like he's been trapped in the castle. Been... Yeah. Uh and at some point Leto has actually told Paul, which is it has this air of the fact that he's he really is kind of trapped in the castle at the moment. Because uh, Leto is telling Paul how the people are sort of starting to figure out certain prophetic markers and that they're talking about him. <laughs> you know that time where you have to sit your son down and tell him and he tell might him be a child the of prophecy? <laughs> 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 a time in a boy's life where you learn that you fulfill all sorts of a specific culture's particular prophecy <laughs> markers and how to handle that. Were they showing Paul a lot of memes and then Paul was looking at them going, I feel so seen right now. And they're like, hmm, interesting, interesting. He's like, oh, my God, literally me. And they're like, hmm, interesting. Same, same, <laughs> same. Same, <laughs> same also, though. Also same to that meme. It I, me. Hmm. <laughs> it me. <laughs> it Muad'Dib. You guys really are uh. in 2016. <laughs> uh. Yeah. December 31st, 2016 was the last day I bothered trying. <laughs> it, it, literally, same. Yeah, same at me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. Okay, so everybody everybody piles in the ornithopter. We've got Leto and Gurney and Paul and Kynes. Uh, and they're all off to observe the spice mining factory. Uh, they, bring, they bring an envoy with them, uh, which is, I don't know, some some amount of faceless and nameless uh guards i assume it's the cast members of the show entourage i'm sure yeah turtles there (laughs) 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 oh hey it's turtle leto is asking uh kind some questions about uh you know how's it going being 
Uh, judge of change that you know obviously has quite a large impact on my life so you know hoping it's going well <laughs> and kinds is sort of cagey we do learn that he he's either been ordered by the emperor to to make this a non a rough transition or that he at least knows that there is there's sort of workings against the atreides at this moment Mm. Uh, but as judge of change, but as the obviously impartial judge of change, she is bound to secrecy. I love the idea of judge of change being like an easy listening adult contemporary <laughs> song. Cause you're the judge of change. That's where I imagine it would, you know, it would sound something like that. Why did you stop? Um, that was really good. You should do it again. I, you're right. Uh, I'll, you know, the, l- listen, check our Patreon for the full unair- un- <laughs> uncut version of Judge of Change. Uh, as the Judge of Change and a planetologist, Kynes tries to keep his answers from giving away too much. Like I said, uh, you know, he's bound by planetologist. Uh, sure. <laughs> Every conversation, sort of you know, as the a Judge of, of Change and a planetologist. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he has to, he has to pick his words closely. Uh and Leto is uh, really pretty frustrated at this at this constant double speak from from Judge of Change. So did he just like walk straight from being like, "Wow, your son's like a prophecy child of legend" to I just really can't talk about this. I'm actually actively screwing you over. No, he's not saying like, "Oh my God, this prophecy boy." That's all internal dialogue. Okay, okay, but that's like a Fremen prophecy that he was talking about, though, right? Yes, but as we learned, remember that uh, the Bene Gesserit millennia ago, you know, pamphlet bombed every planet in the universe with with, <laughs> with orange, Catholic, va- orange va- yeah, with orange Catholic, oh, orange Catholic, with vaguely similar religion, such that I they see. may arrive and uh, be chosen ones. Got it. It's fu- I find it such an interesting take because that's such a jaded political idea, but he literally is a magic space wizard chosen one. Sure. <laughs> it's not it's not propaganda. Right. So it will just I hate just... it when they're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can hate on orange Catholicism, but they put a they put a brochure under every windshield in, in every spaceship in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> so so Leto is kind of like, you know, perturbed about being rebuffed about all of his questions and starts complaining about the dunes. And mm. uh, Kynes tells him, like, you know, this planet could be really nice if you guys didn't keep, you know, sucking all the sucking all the spice out of it for money. And uh, then Leto hits him with, well, what what's not what's a nice planet without money? And we're so we're really digging in on this on this. Oh, now what's funny is because Kynes Kynes knows that that Leto is trying to get in good with uh you know, with the Fremen. So he's like, how's that money going for all your problems, bro? <laughs> Dogs him. He gets him. He gets a good one in. Yeah. Is capitalism going to save you here on this planet? <laughs> the planet that I rule? <laughs> <laughs> my own money? <laughs> Against me? <laughs> I've been betrayed by my own money? <laughs> That's not why I got into capitalism. <laughs> uh, so we learned that there is a... Uh, problem with the spice factories which is that they i think i mentioned this in the last one that they're all kind of erected sort of 
you know, they can't use, as I say, they can't use iron. Yeah, they can't right? use metal it, because it yeah. rusts too fast. Yeah. So, so another issue with them is that they get gobbled up by sandworms. Something oh. about the mining attracts the worms and they have not figured out what it is. Mm. They know the two are connected. They know if you mine, you get the worms, but they don't know like what they're doing or what they're not doing. And if that is, if that didn't make matters worse, they were mining cumin on accident for months. <laughs> Uh, and uh, sort of on on cue, uh, we see a sandworm. <laughs> we see a fucking sandworm. In oh shit! Ding 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 ding! You guys, first appearance of a sandworm. It, it only took yes. three years of yes. our real time. <laughs> okay, so sandworms coming in. Everybody is. Everybody on Lado's helicopter is sort of immediately resigned to the fact that all these people are about to get gobbled up. And uh, Lado, uh, you know, the good king is is gonna fly his helicopter to save everybody in a real Arnold Schwarzenegger movie sort of way. I'm I'm really confused. Didn't you say they were on an ornithopter before and now they're on a helicopter? What's the Oof. deal? Oof. They're they're in an ornithopter. Oof. I hope someone got fired for that blunder. But it's full of people <laughs> and supplies, so I get the it, mm. it feels more like some sort of pelican carrier or something. Yeah. Right? Is that what they call them? Like from Halo? No that, oh it is from Halo. <laughs> Isn't there a giant helicopter called a pelican? Am I am I making things up? I don't know. There's a bird. There's a bird called a pelican. <laughs> Shut your big fucking e. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a Pokemon called Pelipper. Oh, it's wow. a real oh. thing. There is a pelican helicopter. There, the Coast Guard uses them. It's a big. It's a big old big old boy. They call it the Pelicopter. <laughs> You're off the podcast. <laughs> uh. Okay, so Lado flies into the rescue. Uh, it sounds like some people probably got got gobbled up, but for the most mm. part, it was a resounding success. Nice. So the worm, so the worm was attacking the facility. It doesn't really attack it. It just, it just, it just. It's just around. It just what well, gets it, but it's it's not a a fight, right? The worm just, yeah, just, no. it, yeah. How big are these sandworms? Oh, they're colossal. Uh, I don't know that we've been given a proper scale, and they're really only seen in comparison to a large planet of sand, right? If there is if there is a stronger description, I think I'm trying to remember. It may be like lots of Fremen. No, that's a spoily. Okay, that's okay. We don't know, but very large. I mean, I've They're seen huge. the Dune trailer. I've seen the yeah, Dune yeah, movie yeah. trailer. That's a big fucker. Uh, so the the worm gobbles up the factory and all the spice in it. So we've been talking about all the money these last couple chapters. So now 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 Arrakis has literally eaten you know Leto's money. And he's mm. not feeling, not feeling jazzed about it. Literal money trap. Money literal, Yeah, that's right. Paul then spots two people running away from, uh, from the factory. He believes that they are Fremen based on the way they are moving. And all of the spice miners feel like that can't possibly be right. Uh, this is sort of vague and lightly ominous. Why don't, why don't they think that those people could be Fremen? I think on the assumption that they can't just so easily infiltrate their operation. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Kynes is now in a bit of a moral pickle because he's been quite impressed with uh, uh, all of his talk of money, notwithstanding uh, Leto's daring do in the helicopter. Mm. He's very hot. He's pretty hot right now. So wait, so does he, he also has a helicopter as well as an ornithopter? Did he... <laughs> And and kinds, you know, oh, no. sort of signals, sort of signals that he's 
bummed that he's not ready gonna, to quit the podcast. <laughs> that, he's, <laughs> that he's not going to be siding with with the Atreides uh, in some sort of unforeseen judge of change legal drama when the crunch comes when it all comes right. to the crunch that's right Damn. Will maybe not be there oh that sucks and that is chapter 15 that's the big boy dang so a big one it is a big one so wait a minute so paul i'm just trying to get this straight yeah so you we sort of sw- i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that if this part happens in the movie this is gonna be a nice like three to five minute sequence of like a big helicopter swoop in a yeah, it's black worm. Hawk down. yeah yeah well, and i'm th- are we thinking this is probably like an hour into the movie at this point mm, when do you I, think this would drop if i knew the total runtime i could probably guesstimate it two yeah. hours two and a half hours i think two and a half hours uh so let's say this is certainly not the midpoint or the end of act one well remember they're doing two movies out of the out of dune yes I mean, of a movie. This is not the midpoint of the movie. It's not the end of Act One. All uh, right. Um, mm-hmm. So you would still probably expect to see it in the first hour. Okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. Because because I'm st- I'm I'm like I'm sitting here going like, a Duke Leto seems really cool. B it sucks that this Judge of Change is not e- even after that is not going to be on our side. But I'm 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 I guess maybe I'm confused. The Fremen, they didn't think that those two people running away could be Fremen, and that's because these facilities aren't run by Fremen. Is that right? Correct. Correct. The Fremen are not involved in the spice mining. Because they kind of hate it. Because that's that's, uh, the Baron's whole shit, is the spice mining, right? Okay. Well, the the emperors, the emperor's spice. Oh, right. the emperor's thing. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's 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 fine. Shane, I want to. <laughs> where, where, where where are you feeling on this? I am. I'm still catching up, man. I'm still that late kid who came to class catching up. Oh sure. So listen, th- this is how this is what I think of Dune so far. Um, okay. First off, I would never read it in my life ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> perfect. That's and that's not, perfect. That's and why not we're all because here. and not because it's not good. It sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Like. It sounds good, but I have a problem where Rory could talk for like 30 seconds and he could say, you know, 150 words and I would know three of them. And that's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Reading Dune, it feels a lot kind of like reading Shakespeare for the like the very first time where you just accept that you don't get it until at some point things start to kind of click along. Right. It's just so full of jargony mal- malarkey. Are you saying Frank Herbert is your own personal bard? No, I'm not comparing them other than it's it's the only experience you I can just think comparing. of. Well, <laughs> I, what I mean is that I've never read anything like in another language that when you don't know it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shakespeare is, for all intents and purposes, kind of in another language. If you like when you sit down to read something in seventh grade for the very first time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and it's only comparable because that's the only time I've been forced you know in school to read something that makes no sense <laughs> but that's why we got that's why we got rory here we got know? rory here he's learning can answer language. all of our dumb questions like the difference between helicopters and ornithopters now that sounds that's austin's department that's true <laughs> what's the difference between duncan idaho and duncan donuts um uh one is hot and one's a donut <laughs> it's <Yeah>. not the donuts <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, Duncan Idaho is Jason Momoa, so. Is he? He's okay. Yeah. He's okay. He's all right. Nice. Whatever. He's fine. <laughs> so, Rory, is that, that's basically the end of the chapter? 
Yeah, that's right. We're you're sort of flying back into the back to the castle at the end of chapter 15. Okay. Uh, with some, you know, we've saved some people. We've lost a spice crawler. It's all in all a sort of bit of a wash. But we got our first sight of worm. We saw the worm. <laughs> we bro. saw the worm. We saw the worm. We saw the knife. Uh, and now we definitely can't leave. <laughs> Everyone remembers when they first see the worm. <laughs> Everyone remembers the first worm. <laughs> well, Shane, thanks for joining us. And uh, Rory, as always, thank you for guiding us through Dune in this wonderful journey. Oh, you're so welcome. That was chapter 15. Everyone remembers their first worm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you want to hear more shows from us, we have two more for you. The Infinite Backlog is our extremely exciting Marvel podcast where we started at 1961 and we move forward with way too much reading. Wham, bam, pow. <laughs> and you get to hear almost every week Rory and Shane complain about how much reading it is. There's so much reading. It's always Warlock. <laughs> it comes out most Saturdays. Saturday morning, Tuesdays, you guys. It's the show that started it all. Uh, you can hear me, Rory, and Andy, and we are on this journey most Tuesdays where we are looking through the weirdest and wildest, coolest and droolest uh, <laughs> cartoons, children's cartoons, adult cartoons from all across the spectrum of time. We're going to cover your favorite show, maybe. We're going to talk about the ones you hate. Probably. <laughs> and it's a great, wonderful time. So be sure to catch that. And of course, if you enjoyed this show or any of our shows, really, and you want to support us, we do have a Patreon chock full of bonus content. Everything from videos to sound clips to even some fun art that I get to make for you once a month. Um, and, you know, even if you can't support us monetarily, if you don't have anything to give, we would just love it if you joined our Discord and send us memes. Um, send memes to us all day long. Keep us awake all night long with your memes. We love memes. We consume them. Just ruin us with your memes. <laughs> Please ruin us with your memes. As always, our links are in the episode description. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Laters. Laters.